And we're live. And what it do, Andrea Bryant? Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back Glad to, to welcome back our um, naval correspondent. Yeah, or post yes, post naval correspondent. Not not quite. I have uh, I have five. Uh, yeah, four and a half more hours yeah. until. All right, until okay. Hours. Oh, really? So, Is it that much? Yeah. Huh? Okay. We're basically yeah. playing you out then. <laughs> exactly. Do you move on from your naval career to a highly paid directorship with Raytheon, or is this it? It's just history homos, Navy correspondent. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think upper like echelon officers, yes, they do go into defense contracting. Uh, lower enlisted, like myself, I don't know, maybe a cannabis company. Yeah, I think that's usually our lateral <laughs> move. Right. <laughs> maybe start a t-shirt company or a coffee company. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, coffee. The other, yeah, there you go. The, the coffee, other. and then you can brand yourself as a veteran, and then the the fucking yeah. boomer bucks start rolling in. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you and then you hire some young millennials to run it for you, and they young fucking, millennials. Wow, they they say well, I'm an so. old yeah, we're he millennials, and we, yeah, we're, we're, the millennials they aren't say, old young anymore now, William. Yeah, but these people your age that are doing that do all the. Right, but the ones, the but boomers. the ones doing all the 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 gopher jobs are the ones with the permed hair, who like, dude, it's fucking. I, I'm sorry to get off the wrong, like off off the rails nope. right right to begin right. with, but like I was just out to dinner the other night for my wife and I's tenth anniversary of meeting. Oh, by the way. happy anniversary! That's awesome. Uh, it was last Tuesday, but thank you. Um, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. So we were out to dinner, and then like. All of the staff were like twenty something young men, and they all had the Zoomer haircut, like with yeah. the with the, the perm haircut. And I joked to my wife, I go, "He's gonna come up after we're done eating and say, so was the meal bussin' for real, for real.'" That'd be amazing. But my youngin, uh, my youngin seven years old, uh-huh. uses the word bussin. Oh hell yes, dude! <laughs> but she, she even she does it ironically. Yeah, well, that's she the thing. It's a cringe no, thing no, to no, say. no, no. That's yeah. they're saying it ironically. Oh, right. That's okay, the thing. Yeah. It's it's there. The irony is so imbued into their fucking psyche that they can't do anything authentically. Actually, that's why they have the right. stupid haircut. They couldn't have yeah. a haircut that looks good. They have to look retarded <laughs> intentionally. Yeah, I mean, what kind of person would do that? Mm. <laughs> Nobody I know. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Says yeah. guy who wore a Hawaiian shirt and a, and a wife beater all day yesterday. Awesome. That, that's your <laughs> oh, that's, look, mate. I know. That's a good look. Yeah. yeah. I would go with that look. Yeah. There's that I line in tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> there's a line in the Simpsons where like he, where like Bart, because he makes friends with John Waters, starts wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt and Homer's like, Homer is like, uh, the only two type of people who wear uh, Hawaiian shirts are uh, gay guys and big fat party animals. And Bart doesn't look like a big fat party animal. <laughs> but it's like, I'm, I am a big fat party animal, but I'm like a reformed big fat party animal who doesn't party anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But so I still, I think I, I still, I still qualify for the attire though. So anyway, yeah. talking of wild hairdos. Sure. The subject of tonight's show was Horatio Nelson. Does he have a wild hairdo for for he the time? Had a pig, he had a pigtail all the way down his back. 
Okay, All but right. it's not particularly, I would say, weird for that time period, though. No, it's a sailorly haircut. Yeah, yes, for sure. <laughs> I guess, so. yeah, in the context of us, our, our Ken, anyway, it would yeah. be a silly hairdo, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, back then, who really cared? Because, you know, had that bitchin' hat, he was hiding it under, so. Yeah, he got yeah, those well, prizes. Well, he got those prize. Oh, you made all that prize money from taking fucking French ships, too. Who gives yeah. You're going to go I up to fucking, you're going to go up to Elon Musk and say his fucking plugs look stupid? I don't think so. It was more of a uh, seaman's haircut than an officer's haircut, though, really. Oh, yeah, well, he was because a man of the people. He was a man of the people, yeah. And, and he, uh, the, they call, um, English sailors were called Jack, Jolly Jack Tar, mm-hmm. because they would braid their hair and then dip the end of it in a bucket of tar mm. to stop it from oh. coming undone. Yeah, so I'm going to try that they, out tomorrow. They didn't have a bobble around their finger. Uh, what do you call it? A scrunchie? A scrunchie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, I guess a scrunchie. Yeah, I don't or know. a hair Obviously tie, don't I guess. So it's what I know yeah. it as, pretty much. Yeah. How, how utilitarian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it's a bobble, mate. Yeah. Oh, I am from New England. Don't forget. So we do call um, we call like a shopping cart. We call it a carriage. Mm, what? Uh, <laughs> yes. No bullshit. It's where you get your carriage and bring it up and down the aisles. Yeah. Um, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't personally, but all the older people in my family refer to soda as tonic. Right. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's that an interesting weird, little dichotomy. Just, that's yeah. not tonic. Tonic is a different thing. I know. But, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, my family calls it pop, so I guess I shouldn't be casting yeah. stones. Oh, pop is good. Yeah. I don't yeah, like it. Call, it bothers me. Go pop, pop. Because oh, it's it's like a Midwestern thing. Oh, oh yeah. you want some pop? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. I got some pop down at the shop. <laughs> we call we call it we call a carriage. A trolley. Ah, so carriage was a good enough. Oh, yeah, a shopping cart. You call it a trolley. Shopping trolley. Yeah, yeah, well, that makes sense <laughs> to me. That checks out in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we call it a carriage. I remember my mom had a boy. One of her gazillion boyfriends was um, fucking this guy from Texas, and he was like, "Call it a buggy." Like he's like, <laughs> what do you call it? A buggy or something? And I'm like, no, no, it's a carriage. You get the carriage. <laughs> buggy would be a pretty good name for that. Yeah. <laughs> Please fetch for me the horseless wheeled basket. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. anyway, so the topic we're talking about tonight is in another in a long series, I suppose, um, yeah. apropos. <laughs> Of uh, just, you know, it ended up being that way, uh, but uh, of uh, British naval history. And this is one of the guys I know. I know this man from being the uh, the guy on the bottle of one of the cheaper brands of rum. <laughs> uh, well, yes, man of the people, as you say. Yes. Admiral Admiral. Or sorry. Yeah, it's called Admiral Nelson's is like the poor man's Captain Morgan. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And many a night did I drink that. Yeah. Well, it's good stuff. No, it's not. It's, it's my fault that, that we keep doing these isn't. things. <laughs> It'll put because hair it's on your chest. It's the sort of it was the his, the kind of history that I was most interested in before sure. I started getting interested in history. Right. And not uh, the, not to say that it isn't interesting because it is interesting. Yeah. Although it is, yeah. I will say this before we get going, I full disclosure, uh, this is a week. 
our American our American listeners will understand that this week was a long weekend, and ergo, I was robbed of a day of study. So I only had one day to study this topic. So forgive me, if you will. I will be the Wikipedia liaison, if you will. But um, <laughs> but uh, I, I will be the liaison I'm going to lean on girls. you more so for the actual chronology, uh, as it were. Yeah, well, I'm pretty well. The reason I wanted to do this, I, I suggested this topic. Uh, we get Andrea back on because Andrea right. was on with the to talk about uh, Sir Thomas Cochrane, which is yes. <clears throat> one of our most successful episodes ever because it was so popular in South America. Mm, wow. But it was, um, I wanted to be able, I thought, well, let's look into Nelson because I just knew what everybody knows about Nelson, which is Battle of Trafalgar, basically. Yep. And uh, Hey, he had one thought, arm and one eye. And I, because I'm such a Lord Thomas Cochrane fanboy, look it up. You can learn all about him on a previous show of, mm -hmm. of ours. Good episode. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I thought I would like to be able to say that I think Lord Thomas Cochrane was better than Nelson. I, I having done my research, I can't say that. No. <laughs> oh wow, they're both Did pretty really based. Yeah. They, they really are. Then that goes on to show that marketing is everything. Because, sure. of course, we know Nelson mm. was a huge marketer in his own lifetime. Yeah. And yeah he was... I know of him from his branding, if you will. Yes. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He was a content. <laughs> he's branding. Yeah. Was, well, this, this, was, this was Scott's take on it, really, is that, he, you know, he's more of a. Well, I mean, he is a. He's definitely still has value as a propaganda tool for the British government. Right. But, then, but he's not the one doing it. No, he's, no, I, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. he's just and the and the things that he's. I mean, he did. It's like they tried to make Napo uh, Wellington a big deal, but really, apropos proposing any threat to Great Britain, which Napoleon did, mm. it was Nelson that put an end to that. Sure. So, like, he really, he really did do what he's given credit for, which. Yeah, and in fact, a lot of the stuff he did is kind of people forgotten about. So you know, he's actually well, he has got this reputation for winning the Battle of Trafalgar, and uh, that's persisted. And obviously, at the time, he had a reputation for all the other things he'd done. He already had a big reputation at that point. Most of those other things have been forgotten about because people can't be bothered to remember all that stuff. Mm. You can only remember so much about, you know, you remember Jimmy Savile for fucking disabled people. Yeah, not many people remember you. that he invented hip hop. Exactly. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you can only remember what one guy. thing. <laughs> That's why he received a knighthood. Yeah. In exactly. my book, he's still knighted in my mind for that well, alone. Of course. <laughs> of course. Well, he's, he hasn't been convicted. You got to separate the R from the R. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what Gary Glitter would say. He, he actually in, he actually invented the twin turntables thing. He had it built by an, an electrical shop in Otley in 1960-something mm. because Incredible. he was a DJ. <laughs> Weddings and things. So anyway, yeah. So, uh, But yeah, I mean, basically my research is guys like any, any naval officer that you might admire Basically, they're all just modeling their careers on Nelson anyway. Sure. The, the way they act and the way they are with the with the seamen and, and whatnot. They're kind of, uh, you know, they're just going, oh, I, I want to try and be like Nelson. And I, I think you, you've got to say that 
clearly that's what Cochrane was up to. <laughs> so yeah. you can't say he's better than Greg I think Milton. he like said so in his book, didn't he? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's oh, it's not like controversial for us to be like, hey, he was trying to be like Lord Nelson. No, they all and they all yeah, say that. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, don't feel, I mean don't feel sheepish about it, I've said no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that, in my ignorance, I just wanted to not be so ignorant about it mm. to be able to have an opinion on it. And my opinion is, Lord Nelson, we salute you. You're Chad. Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, my take on. Um, so as I mentioned, I not I did not like. I mean, I definitely listened to three or four different renditions of what his life story was, and all of the major you know, yeah. blow by blows of what happened to him. But my overall, these, this show is not about the chronology so much as it is the takes. And exactly. uh, uh, my take on Nelson is that he is like the Dwight Eisenhower. Not that I'm like a, you know, let's not get into it. Perhaps it's yeah. too loaded of an analogy. But yeah. I mean, like he's, he's, uh, he's like the non-ideological like nation's, you know, uh, fucking uh, fortunate son. You know what I mean? Kind of just great, great guy, man of the people. Fucking, yeah. um, uh, fucking just really cared about like his role in history. So yes, there's a bit of glory wrapped into that, but are you really gonna like some fucking, like, are you really gonna not like a guy who who is like raison d'etre is to make a mark on history or would you rather have some fucking you know like apologizing for making history like you know what i mean it's like fuck that oh, yeah. yeah you want the yeah. chad guy who just wants to make his mark on history or whatever well this is the, there's, a, there's another another figure that he has a lot in common with or he has something in common with is our friend cecil rhodes and that is sure his father was a country vicar in yeah. england he's not a posh he's not a guy yeah. who comes from money uh, middle class, uh, middle class. Yes, yeah, so st stodgy middle class, and basically, I mean, so uh, he he's uh, at age of twelve. He tells his 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 father's his mother's already dead, and his dad's right. ill, mm. and uh, he's he's born in the v tiny village, little hamlet of. Uh, Norfolk. Thorpe in Norfolk, yeah. Norfolk. Uh, By the way, also, it, I was born in Norfolk County, Massachusetts. Well, yeah. There you go. So you're just like Nelson. I must be. Yeah. <laughs> Drink his liquor. By the way, me and most of Massachusetts, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking where Boston is, I'm pretty sure. Or right. just south of it, but regardless. So um, he got his dad, to, who was sick already, by the way, when he was 12. Mm. His father, his father wrote to his uncle, which is his mother's brother, who was called oh, I forget Morris something. Had a funny last Suckling. name. Suckling. Suckling. Yeah, yes, yeah, I forgot. Name, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morris Suckling. The names yeah. are just amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Britain's unashamedly British. To Western culture. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then Nesbit comes later. Can't wait. Can't wait yeah. to discuss Lord Suckling. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Maurice Suckling was a was a naval captain, and, and Nelson's dad wrote to him, which is basically how you got into the navy in those days. And this is this is just well, Maurice is like a fag name too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, English people don't pronounce it Maurice. They just pronounce it Morris. Okay, fine. That makes infinitely more sense. It makes it sense. much less gay yeah. sounding, Morris, yeah. <laughs> it's like we just have French spellings for things. That's all it is. Okay, yeah. 
and, and so it, Morris writes back back to uh, Nelson's father saying, "Well, what's poor, poor little Nelson? What's poor little um, Horatio done to deserve being sent into the navy? Poor yeah. little cant." <laughs> yeah. just, but yeah, if you if he wants to come, send him. And uh, maybe no he won't first... have his head blown off with a fucking yeah. cannonball. <laughs> 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 but that, I mean. People make a lot of that, it, like on these videos and stuff. People talking about how sort of how to say that's just how officers talk. Sure, what do you think yeah, yeah. that's like? Sure, I mean it's not particularly fucking. It's kind of just like I mean I assume they knew each other, fucking sure. the captain and fucking and uh, and Nelson's dad. Like they probably knew each other, so they probably you know they're affable or whatever. That's just like a mild job. I mean, like he said, I hope he doesn't get his head blown off with a cannonball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a joke. And he yeah. wrote, you know, quilled a little smiley face, it's an early joke. version of it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think Morris dotted his eyes with a smiley face? Yeah, yeah little hearts. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but this also goes. So his situation with his uncle Morris suckling <laughs> gives you gives you a, another insight into just how well to do the Nelson family was not. Yeah, because he went into service as a ship's boy. Yes, which was a, the, that's where the pause went. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, like if he was from the gentry, he would have he would have been able to get it, get on as a midshipman at age twelve. Right, which is like the trainee officer, but he he. Basically, got taken on in a personal capacity by the captain, which was his uncle Morris, as his servant and trained up as a ship's boy. So he lived in the forecastle with the men, and uh, because of whatever uh, Morris was stationed on, wasn't really doing anything, and it wasn't much for Nelson's education. He, he signed him up to go on a a merchant vessel on a voyage to the West Indies. Uh, and at that point, so I mean that this sort of common touch of Nelson's is not fake. He's, no, he's the he real deal. Up, it's not like one the, of these constructed, like Bill Clinton yeah. is like supposedly not, you know, literally yeah. grown in a vat to make like, <laughs> the first black president. You know what I mean? He's he yeah, was he, actually a fucking son of a di- blackjack deal. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. He's he's from these streets. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and, and he. I should have said he, Obama because he actually was like rounded to bad. <laughs> so Probably. he got he got a uh, while he was on this merchant ship. Uh, he working as a ship's boy. I mean, like to do it in the seventeen hundreds to do it just one trip to the West Indies and back on a merchant ship. Hey, it took a long time. Yeah. B, you're lucky to yeah. come back alive. Yeah. I mean, well, yellow yeah. fever. What well, you know? Yeah, the diseases alone. Would, I mean, he gets yeah. fucking malaria twice, not for nothing. Uh, yeah, and also, yeah, yeah like, second time with yellow fever. Yeah, side yeah. of yellow fever. But so yeah, the, the um, he he's he goes to uh, the West Indies and back, and he comes back not liking the the Royal Navy anymore, and particularly not liking officers. But yeah, that it's is like, like everyone's first enlistment. Fuck yeah. this! I'm not re-enlisting, and then they get to the end of their enlistment. They're like, "Well, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> mm. Your brain is like, broken now. You can't like go back to regular life. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, a, also, he's a 14 year old, which he kind of 
and he was a bit of a rebellious little cunt. Like, there's a story about when he was at school, he uh, he was the only kid who was chad enough to break out of the dormitory and go and steal pears. And he didn't even want the pears. He didn't eat any of them himself. He just did it because everyone else was too chicken shit to do it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, like, after my own heart. Yeah. So, um, you ever be a big fan of pears? <laughs> no, just like, ah, no one else will do it. I'll do it. Wait, why did I do it? There is no reward. It's just well, okay, to prove but where do the pears come into play? Pears for me, <laughs> they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very keto fruit, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my young and likes pears. They're pretty good. They're all right. The skins of the, the, yeah. The, the, the skins aren't great. Yeah, more. But I like apples fine. better. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, <laughs> we'll, we'll do a poll. Yeah. Which you prefer, pears? I'll put. Or there is a poll air. function for the fucking. Do you like pears? Yes, no, circle one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, when he gets back, he gets, goes back into Uncle Morris's ship and Uncle Morris decides it's time for him to it, to be a midshipman because he's giving him all this I don't like officers bullshit. So he then, he then becomes a, big ship, uh, a midshipman and... I believe he gets put into somebody else's ship because Uncle Morris is just doing guard duty at the Nor Anchorage or something like that, which yeah. is no good to him. So, but his trip on the the uh, as a midshipman was when he went to the North or tried to go to the North Pole, which, as we all know, can't yes. be gone to because that's where. Um, Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I think the North Pole's in the center of the Yeah, disc, I know, but there's something there, I assume, that, that you're not allowed. That's why you can't get there is because you'd see that you can just see across the Russia or yeah, whatever. Nelson, you know? Nelson couldn't get to the North Pole because NASA wanted people to think the world was right. round. Yes, that's of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, well, that's how yeah, you get into a Gartha, though, is you just like, that's where the portal to a Gartha <laughs> is or whatever. Like. <laughs> But while he was up there, that's when he chased after a polar bear, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, sure. That's yeah. got to be bullshit, by the way. I like how the story. Of course. Yeah. The story is like the guy who was the captain of the ship who like never made anything of himself, really, was like trying to cash in on fucking Nelson's like massive celebrity at the time. And he exactly. was like, yeah, actually, you know, when he was in my fucking ship, what, oh, what he was doing. He was <laughs> Do you think that that accent would have been accurate, William? Or would no, it would have been, no, listen, he um, was a fine young shipman on my ship and chased after a polar bear and told me, sir, I want the skin for my father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much more I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it seems like uh, sort of the stereotype is that the, the sailors all talk like pirates. <laughs> but I don't think they did. Because they were from... They were from Bristol. They were from all all over. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them from Bristol, but a lot of them from, like, m most of his. So when they were served. Yeah, your dialect would change if you were on the boat for a long time, I assume, too. You're yeah, talking maybe. to French yeah. people. You're talking to Spanish people all the time. Yeah, like, I mean, the, the more you read into this stuff, so, like, they had all kinds of, like, foreigners in the crews as well, didn't they? they yeah. Had, like, oh, yeah. And, Indians, uh, yeah. yeah. You'd think that they would have some kind of, like, like fucking pirate pigeon language yeah. kind of thing going on. Like, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I guess maybe it would, something like West Indian, because that's where those West Indian, the way uh, 
people from the Caribbean talk or come yeah. from. Oh, I be, I be fucking. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were probably all rasters. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> except there was half a pint of rum a day instead of a Anglo-Israelism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ion, Lion, and Zion on my boat for Anglo Zion. <laughs> yeah, so they, they went on this trip, and I'm a bit shaky on the geography of this. They, they went on a trip to try and find the north eastern passage, didn't they? Which I yes. guess is between Russia yeah. and the North Pole. Correct. Or and, it's, and got, no, it's supposed to be, I think the idea is you go from between Iceland and Britain and you make right. it to the, through by the North Pole to the other side of right. Asia. I think that's right. the premise. Right. Okay. Well, they got as far as 80 degrees. Right. In the middle of summer and then just got stuck in the ice. Yeah. In the summer. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's a thing. Which, I mean, now, I've listened to the audio book of, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but basically the The most guy who did biography. get through, who, who got through. Oh. Uh, Ernest no, the, Shackleton. The, no, 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 he was uh, South Pole, wasn't he? I'm dumb. No, Don't I think Shackleton. Well, he's a fucking dirty liar yeah. if you went to the South Pole. Yeah. Too long. So there's a fucking there's a there's a fucking wall there. <laughs> so, um, let me have a look. Uh, anyway, whatever it is, it, the um, the Nelson autobiography. The, the, the Nelson biography. Oh, okay, I, I was misunderstanding what you were saying. Yeah, uh, and the, like so, the all the stuff you're hearing in all these summaries it all comes from that. And the, the the way that North the way most of them summarize that North Pole trip is at variance with what it is actually says in the book, which is that uh, because they all say that they got stuck there for a whole winter and they didn't. Yeah, they managed to escape in the first winter just by the skin of their teeth. But yeah, they've got this story about uh, first of all, uh, he his first ever command was it of a a little um, a dinghy. A dinghy, yeah. yeah, a little a little rowing boat to go and rescue some other guys who'd gone out off hunting and were being uh, uh, engaged a walrus. Yes, sure. and the, again, this sounds like an anime, by the way. It's like one guy goes out to fight a walrus, and then the walrus goes and you know very um, anthropomorphically jumps in the water and says. Come on, guys, let's get them! And fucking jumps out of the water, and fucking uh, now there's fifty wall rye, and uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, it's so therefore fucking Nelson shows up and is little doo -doo 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 in a fucking the dinghy. Wall, the horses go, uh oh, it's Nelson. Yeah, I tell you what though, those walruses weren't the last pe weren't the last people to fuck off when they had Nelson. No, that's true. That is true, yeah. <laughs> I am not going to stick around to see what Lord Nelson has for us. Yeah, but the, so the story about the polar bear is that he snuck off with a, with a with a mate to go and try and bag this big fat polar bear. Right, right. When, and he fired his musket and it, it doesn't go off. Right, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, kind of a dumb move to like try to take a musket out like in the fucking Arctic. I'm yeah. sure there's like splashing going on yeah. and fucking just <laughs> yeah, It's like, you know how we take a bunch of these in the army and line up just to hope that we hit something? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to yeah. try and use one of these that takes <laughs> at least 30 seconds to load at a time and shoot at a polar bear yeah. and kill us in the spine. A vicious bear, arguably one of the most vicious bears in existence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so it's just a flash in the pan. Nothing comes out of the end of the gun. And mm. then you can't reload it at that point. 
Yeah. To as well. And, and the well, he story could. He just wasn't going to be able to. The story is that he was going to wallop. He wanted to stick around and wallop the bear to death with the butt end of it. Now, he, was <laughs> a t- he was a tiny little kid, by the way. This is like. Yeah, he's supposed to be like 14 years old. This is why his uncle Morris was. But like, even for a 14 year old, he was a. Yeah, he was, oh, he was making shrimp. fun of him for being a shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Uncle Morris thought it was crazy. It's funny too. Like apparently, it it became like a thing for him to get beefy because so many people would remark on him being like a fucking beanpole. So like, yeah. And then the best part is, is too, is like he's finally started to look like a man, and then he got malaria and became fucking (laughs) a a weak little bitch again. (laughs) Poor lad. Poor lad. But I mean, I think it, history it, was pretty kind to him. I think it's all good. It's pretty. It's insane that he survived. But he did. I mean, like you name it, this guy suffered it. It was fucking hard work. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. the no eye, the fucking the uh, yeah. We'll no get arm. to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so he gets away. He gets the, eventually his friend prevails upon him to run away from the bear. correct. Yes. <laughs> Which Smart is, friend. Yeah, which they do, and they're all right. And uh, but he gets told off for it. And uh, as Andrea says, it was for me. Fa- I was trying to get it for me father. <laughs> so very accurate impression, I have to yeah, say. So, so then he comes back, as you say, Chad. Uh, uh, Scott, sorry. Thanks. He, he comes. He comes back looking. No, old I didn't. Chad. I didn't take that as Zumok. I just took it as me being a Chad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, that's what I was referring to. But I was referring to Nelson oh, yeah. being a Chad. He's. He's like. Oh, okay, that's fine. You games. can just backpedal on the nice compliment you just gave me yeah. first time ever. <laughs> just saying. Um. He, he, while he's in the Arctic, he gets he gets gains. He does. Yeah. He does not skip like day. No. <laughs> He lifts the he lifts the musket. Yeah, he lifts the musket over his head to fight the fucking bowler bear. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, so he comes back to India. Yeah, then he gets he he gets assigned as midshipman. He's still a midshipman, isn't he, on this Mm -hmm. voyage to India? Yeah, on the seahorse. Yeah. Yeah. The seals. And gets malaria in India. And has to be sent back to England, which takes like uh, six months, they think he's going to die. So they send him back to England. And by the time he gets back, he's better. Right. Right. So what point does he get? He gets, he's getting, he, I'm literally he's 20, he's just, I'm scanning the Wikipedia article. It's like, you're almost hitting every little thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, like literally the six is Nelson spent the six month voyage recuperating and had almost recovered by the time he arrived in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> Impressive. Yeah. Dude, this is this stuff's my jam. Yeah. Get, so, uh, so Lord Suckling had now become comptroller of the Navy, which is like the Navy right. Jew. Like yeah. he's the <laughs> one who dishes out the cash. Yes. It's a sweet gig. Uh, but it's a good thing to have an uncle. True. I mean, if your uncle's comptroller of the Navy, you're likely to get a gig. Yeah. Because this is the other thing, like in the Navy of those days, just because you were an officer didn't mean that you had any kind of employment security like if you should have got paid off that was it you do i mean they were the so like uh lieutenant oh yeah there's part there's a part later in his history where he's like begging to get a ship and no one will give it to him he's like a fucking celeb yeah but they just get sent home on half pay yeah and that's it and they might never go back to sea again Mm. uh 
but they keep them on half pay so if they need them if they go to war with right. France again they just go oh by the way here, here's a ship for you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's another French ship that we stole yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey why build when you can steal yeah so I mean there's this other the, so that during his very early training to be a ship's boy he's in the Chatham dockyard where they are building HMS Victory, which was ordered by the government in the year of Nelson's birth, which was what, right. 1756, is it? He was born in 1758. 1758. Oh, close. Well, no Price cigar. is right, Rules. Not bad. Not bad. True. <laughs> yeah. So it, uh, he was born in the year one. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he, he crosses paths with this uh, with this ship throughout his career from the very first. He keeps coming across the HMS Victory, uh, which is the ship that he was on when he got killed at the Battle of Trafalgar. Uh, because, like, the, the so the ships in those days, the real the Royal Navy didn't rely on big ships as much as the other navies did. They, they were more all about having ships everywhere, but not necessarily, like, 120-gun fucking three-deck mm. monsters, which is what, victory was uh, because they were just too expensive to run when you weren't yeah. actually having a war so you need to but they're like fucking hundreds of people I, mean, I guess yeah I think victory had like 400 they? guys yeah I would be at least that yeah and like some of these Spanish ones had 800 on them yeah but I mean they had even bigger ships it's crazy uh, <clears throat> and uh, so yeah he comes back from India then what happens when he, he gets goes to, on the HMS Worcester, which is going to Gibraltar under the right. command of Captain Mark Robinson, and he's an acting lieutenant. Right. So already he's a fucking left. So he's basically, he's been on two trips and he's already a fucking lieutenant, which yeah. is wild. Yeah. And he's extremely young. And he ends up getting promoted to captain by the age of, is it 20? We'll get Jeez. there. But, but more yeah. importantly, he, uh, after for a while doing convoy escorts successfully, uh, two years uh, approximately, he traveled back to London to take his uh, lieutenant's examination on yeah. uh, the, April 9th. Uh, his examining board consists of Captains John Campbell, Abraham, Abraham North, yeah. um, and, and, the, and, and the uncle. And Maurice Suckling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, but allegedly yeah, Suckling, Suckling didn't disclose his relationship to Nelson yeah. until <laughs> after the other two had voted to pass him. Because basically, a, a lieutenant's examination was you, you stood before a panel of three captains and they would just verbally examine you. They'd say, right, okay, solve this navigation problem. Uh, what would you do if you, you know, the wind's here and that's happened, all of a sudden this mm. happens, what would you do? Uh, and all that. So they... they Asking questions like that, but okay, that those are seamanship questions. Did they ask him anything about uh, sexual harassment prevention, trafficking in <laughs> persons, diversity and inclusion, perhaps? Yeah, privilege, white privilege. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I guess if if somebody like Nelson or Cochrane was on a the panel, they might ask some about, cheeky some, fucking cheeky monkey questions. They, they might ask questions that that sort of. I guess there is a type of captain who w might ask questions about discipline and stuff. Sure, you know, that makes about sense. How keen are you on using the lash and stuff like that, which was the question of the day. And, you know, guys like Nelson didn't like 
corporal punishment if it could possibly be avoided. But mm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get you. That is fucking wild, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Asking him questions about competence and things that'll actually be a matter of life and death. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Astonishing. <laughs> Astonishing in that day and yeah. age. So uh, the story goes that Suckling did not disclose his relationship to... Right. But um, he did also give him... Nelson, until he did after, also... Well, the, the other two had voted to pass him, and he right, says, well, yeah. now you've done that, I can tell you he's my nephew. And and uh, I didn't want you to know that because I thought he'd pass anyway. So I didn't... <laughs> but, but it wasn't like he should have recused himself. That was standard practice for your uncle just to wave you through. Mm. You, That's the, true, the, the yeah. Nor- the normal well, I mean, naval... he is, he's not a fucking, he's not a silver spoon muff, muff. No, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, he so kind of did like, have to prove himself in a way. Your normal naval sea captain uncle would have told the other two guys beforehand. Yeah. And they just t- talked about the weather. And in stuff fact, and I think uh, I think one of them said, like, why didn't you say something? We would have just passed yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean... I mean, going back to guys like Cochrane and, and who's obviously a guy like Nelson anyway, mm. they hated that sort of nepotism shit. They they true. hated the fact that That's there were so many shit officers and that was how they got to be in the Navy. And then right. everybody's lumbered with them forever then. You know, it's like fucking, can we go work with this fucking idiot who doesn't he just wants to have to breakfast. Fucking... He doesn't want to attack the fucking French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking idiot thinks the earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> Round, you mean. <laughs> um, he believes the earth to be banana shaped. <laughs> it's fucking pear shaped, isn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant callback. Um, What's it called? Anyway, so yeah, after that, so he's he's now he passed his lieutenant uh, examination. He's been appointed on the HMS Lowestoffe, which I thought was going to be German, but is actually a, a British built ship, but with a German name for some reason. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was built maybe for maybe named after some city that got bombarded. Okay. By the you know what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could just find out right now. Let's open up the Wikipedia page for it. What it was named for? Sir Thomas Slade based his design for the lowest off on of that of HMS Aurora, which is a former French vessel named Abenekis. So oh. it's the only one to have built through this design. Blah 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 blah. It doesn't say anything about why the name was no. given. Well, <laughs> there you go. Moving on. Sorry. Uh, they well, so he, what they did is pre-internet. They put it to a vote of the commoners. And yeah, they Bodie ship. McBoat vote. And that was that's it's German for Bodie McBoat. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, West Yorkshire Police had a, a jump. Tried to jump on that bandwagon to name a new police horse that they had. And it was and horses. Did it were, become Horsey McCorsors? I nominated the name uh, Orgreave. We think it's a nice name for a horse, isn't it? But it's yeah. it, it's the name of a pitch battle between striking miners and the police, where the, like eight miners got killed <laughs> by police on horseback. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. They didn't. Get, uh, they didn't allow those that who one don't learn from pole. history are named are doomed to name their horses stupid shit. Yeah. They're suggested by the internet. You're like a you're like a Yorkshire <laughs> Banksy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a silver spoon cunt. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is our horse, uh, Constable Hitler did nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know which one I'm voting for. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Your host is given ranks and titles in the UK. Dogs like are here. So. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, I mean, we are. Damn it. You, really you're like doubly gay about, gay about animals over there. Yeah. Even know, more so than be. here, I think. Yeah, but they're not given ranks. As far as I know. I think that the animals getting ranks here is just like more bootlicking, like is is more so than than it being like a, we love animals kind of thing. Because like particularly like do- police dogs get yeah. ranks and shit, and it's like oh yeah, that's because boomers love pigs. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so much they just love cops, so they're just like oh I'll even suck your dog's dick. <laughs> opens up white monster um anyway uh so yeah what's it called so he's on the lowest off uh planning to preparing to sail to jamaica under captain william lucka yeah she sailed on 16th may arrived on 19th july and after reprovisioning carried out several cruises on caribbean waters after the outbreak of the american war of independence um the Lowestoffa took several prizes, one of which was taken to Navy service as the Little Lucy, which Nelson asked for and was given commanded to her, a command of her. Awesome. Little so, Lucy was not uh, warranted important enough to uh, have a uh, Wikipedia page, I'm sorry to report. No. no uh, and also, well, anything that's commanded by a lieutenant. True. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, was it on this trip to the West Indies that he, he did that fucking trip up the uh, river where the Panama Canal is now, Lake Nicaragua? Um, um, I think so. Or was that after he'd become a captain? I'm not sure. No, I think I it was the same trip because it it's here. also the same trip where he meets his wife. Next right, week. yeah. So, yeah, he, meet, he, he meets his wife. I mean, we can... We only need to cover the big battles. We can't go through the whole fucking thing. Right, we'll, yeah. Otherwise, it'll be. Oh, a I see. Definitely, long, Nicaragua was so. part of it. So. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah, he goes. He goes and gets fucking. This is where he gets malaria and yellow fever. Yes. And the, he meets his wife, who's like, is she the governor's daughter? Or yeah. Something this is okay. This is the same trip. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She was like daughter of a plantation owner or something like that. Right. Yeah. And she was a seventeen-year-old widow with a child. Damn, they got cracked early back in them days. Her husband died at the ripe old age of 15. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, that, and he wooed her by, by um, conciliating her child. So he was basically going around. uh, I mean, to all accounts, he genuinely did like this child and the child, at a later date, did save his life. But so he's got this, she's got this kid. And before he's ever met her, he's playing with the child. You know, playing right. fucking yeah, hide yeah, and seek yeah. and stuff. And hide. He's a boring like, cock. When, when <laughs> yeah, when she first met him, he was crawling out from under the table where he'd been playing. We're playing hide. with his wife's yeah. son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just playing. <laughs> Listen. Nelson and Michael Jackson are fucking innocent, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think age and consent laws were quite as big a thing back no, in those days. This was a toddler, though. I don't think, I think it's always been frowned upon to canoe with toddlers. I, I don't, I'm not casting aspersions here. I don't think there was anything fishy about it, apart from maybe he thought he wanted to get some of that, wanted to get some of that sweet, sweet 
pussy from mama. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just kind of a work. He hated the kid, but he's like, yeah. I need to get into that seventeen-year-old's pantaloons. Yeah, you know, or bloomers. Her heart is that playing with her kid. So she was called. She was called Emma, right? And uh, no, for, she was Frances Fanny Nisbet. Fanny. Yeah. Oh, Nisbet, it's okay. Emma's the, Emma's oh yeah, the they call her like, Fanny because everyone fucked her. I assume <laughs> that's Probably. what they call pussy over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Fanny is just a uh, 18th century equivalent for dead ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not even. Yeah, well, it's pussy in English. Yeah. In English, yeah. Ah, yeah what, who knew? Oi, stop! Get your hands out of my Fanny, <laughs> <laughs> Nigel. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not just that is what we say. We don't say pussy. We say fanny. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she, wow. So he, he marries Fanny, and she turns out to be a pretty good egg. Sure. Right. Yeah. About seventeen-year-old widow. Fucking well, widow. Literally a widow. Yeah. Well, we actually jumped quite a bit, but that's fine with me because there's a, a lot of stuff. To, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, of stuff here. Stuff. Yeah. Because he tried to get married before that in, in when he was in Nova Scotia. That's right, yeah. And I yeah. was just looking at that, and yeah, she, um, uh, what's it called? He mentioned that uh, she was infertile. So he right. was like, ah, I can't fucking marry you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get, I have to have a fucking legacy. I have to have a naval legacy and a biological legacy. But he never had Smart. a kid with Fanny. I don't believe he did, no. No, he, he did He did with his mistress, though. So yeah. base is covered. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So uh, he he shacks up with Fanny back in Norfolk, right? Hmm. We'll cut back to that. So he's he's back in Norfolk without a ship, I believe, again for a while. Yes. Uh, when he gets married. They divided and their time between Bath and London, occasionally visiting uh, Nelson's relations in Norfolk. In 1788, yeah. oh, here we go. They settled at Nelson's chi- childhood home at Burnham Thorpe. There you go. And reserve and half pay, he pretended to persuade the Admiralty and other senior figures he was acquainted with, such as Hood, to provide him with a command. He was unsuccessful as there were too few ships in the peacetime Navy, and Hood did not intercede on his behalf. Yes. And then, Uh, oh yeah, and then Napoleon happened. And then, yeah, the French Revolution happened in 1792. But I mean, that is a story as old as time, like the actual warriors in a peacetime... Yeah, it's like Rambo. You know, military branch. Yeah, it, yeah, they're just they're not given <laughs> command. They don't fit in. And then when shit actually hits the fan, I mean, they are and I was ready to go. On his yeah. fucking teeth, and they were missing, and it was normal because he's British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it just across the board like the the British Navy in the 1700s was like class three dental. They're like, no, you're not. Yeah. Well, I would imagine they had have better teeth than most of them. (laughs) Nelson was, Nelson was in this Buddhist monastery on top of a mountain in Norfolk. And this, uh, and and the war broke out with France and this, uh, CIA guy (laughs) in a, in a white linen suit comes and tries to talk him back into Uh, a guy wearing a fucking beret comes in. (laughs) We need you again, Johnny. We need you. <laughs> we need you again, Horatio. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So it's all it's all good times now for the for the uh, 
Happy times are here again pay, because for fuck it. naval officers. Right. Oh, by the way, I love how he just met. Yes, he's a captain now. Um, yeah. He's just gets married. He's like, man, I gotta get back out to sea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean. You know what you let yourself into if you marry a fucking naval officer. Oh yeah, she's he's married to the sea. Yeah, I mean they go off, off for years at a time. Mm. I yeah. mean, there's there's a, when he was uh, fucking besieging the port of Toulon. Oh, I understand why career. he married her. By the way, is because he probably has terrible um, VDs from fucking whores in all the different ports. <laughs> she's got him too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's a literal prostitute, <laughs> and uh, therefore like they, they, they don't they they both just hurt. Normally, and it's not like it's no big deal that they can fuck and not worry about. Passing Are you casting a- aspersions on Fanny's character, bro? She's a seventeen-year-old widow, which means the dad ain't around. Yeah, it's like this <laughs> is, is before she was the a- term shotgun wedding. They didn't have shotguns back then; like it was just <laughs> well, they did. Threat but- of violence from the family. Right? That yeah. They didn't get married. She was from a reasonably well-to-do family, and they were in the West. She was like a governor's daughter or something in the West Indies. Her husband died of fucking yellow fever yeah, the, or something. The, the, the governor's daughter in the sense that governor's comedy club fucking <laughs> <laughs> daughter. <laughs> fucking Danny well, Brand it, is the fucking... Nelson into Anthony Cumia oh, over this yeah. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but um, I, I, I resemble that remark. I, okay. I think I think Fanny's not a whore. Why would you call her that then? It's just a very common name. name for so English it's just girls. being like, oh yeah, my daughter pussy, my daughter <laughs> fucking gosh. My <laughs> other retarded daughter hatchet wound. Yeah. <laughs> Butcher's window is a very common name in, in England. Yeah, evidently, yeah. Now, Fanny was a really, really popular girl's name. Okay, oh, I right mean, yeah, until, yeah, I understand that. I mean, it is here a little World bit, World. at least, yeah. Yeah. I, think, I guess it's short for something. I can't remember. I don't know Let's what. Let's see. We Elizabeth. see. Francis, Francis here in this. Right. Yeah. Right. Most things are short for Elizabeth. That's true. But, uh, hmm. Speaking of which, excuse what? me, it's our fucking platinum, ju- our Elizabeth's platinum jubilee coming up. Oh yeah, she's oh, fucking dead, oh. dude. Yeah, they were just I so. Thought, they right. already made all of the fucking. They'd already made all the decorations, and they're like, "Oh no, the old bird dude. died. We can't dude, get I, rid but, of it. We won't do the fucking party." It's weird because we homeschool, right? So we we're kind of not really. We and I don't watch the news, so we're totally out of this kind of. Yeah, so you're like on the same psychosis. level as me. Yeah. I'm, we're, we're not in the collective psychosis of whatever's going on, but so my youngin had her fr- her friend over because the schools are on half term. So uh, on Monday, we had a play date. Those who are in, uh, 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 don't bring some, that one up. No, yeah, no, no, no. So, yeah. <laughs> our private chat. Yeah, you are not private. private. I, you said to me in the in our producer. Yeah, I sent I sent you a video of. Uh, them screaming in the car. Yes, and so they, I, I said they were reenacting that scene in Dumb and Dumber. Right, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was just pretending that the horn didn't work. But anyway, just prior to that, we'd been in Morrison's. We're back to... It's Morrison's. It's the Morrison's podcast, folks. <laughs> We've been in Morrison's, and uh, my little one had, had to go for a piss. And so I'm standing outside with her friend next to the newspaper stand, and there's all these newspapers mm. advertising 
photographs of the queen uh, and, she, and, and uh, the little and go uh, this little kid she goes uh, oh that's that's the queen isn't it it's a jubilee uh, and I says yeah I says do you know why she always wears a hat in photographs she goes no why I says it's because she's got horns <laughs> and you had to correct her and be like, "The queen is not Jewish, sweetie." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I told I told her she got horns. So that's why she has to wear a hat. And then this smart-ass little bastard found a photograph of her without a hat on. Uh -huh. was, yeah, but look how look how they've got her hair fluffed up. They keep the horns filed down. Yeah. And then she has that fluffy hairdo to hide them. <laughs> so I'm, hope, I'm hoping that'll stick. Like the wooden spoon. Story. You should have went gills because it's easy. It's easier to hide. <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't know what gills are. Ah, uh, fuck you. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, it's to. Uh, she wears a hat all the time to uh, cover her swastika tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Queen Queen Elizabeth Manson. Yeah. <laughs> so where were we? We've digressed like fuck. <coughs> um, he's got. He's got on. He's oh, French got Revolution on. happens. French Revolution happens. Nelson's a ship captain. Yep. Yippee. Toulon. Toulon. Mm -hmm. So, right. It, it, Which, this by is the a, way, another intersection with another one of our episodes recent. Yes. Well, the, the interesting thing about studying sort of the British, Na British Navy in the, in the Napoleonic period is that it, it covers aspects of the Napoleonic Wars that commentaries on the Napoleonic Wars don't talk about much because it was right. so... It's Napoleon-centric. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're always talking about it from a Napoleon point of view, but the the south of France was royalist, right? And it's had yet to be subjugated. So particularly like Toulon, Saint Tropez, Nice, we hadn't had a revolution there, and they were they were looking to the royal La navy, Provence, if you will. Yeah, they were looking to the royal navy to defend them against. The the Republicans. I, hang on, can I just pause to digress for a second? I gotta yeah. wonder if there's something in the fucking um, genes there that they were the ones who were the Roman, like the Roman cucks. Yeah, the maybe. ones in south southern France. They're the ones who were like Caesarites. Although, you know, obviously uh, Napoleon thinks he's Caesar, isn't he? Well, there's definitely True. something to that because it, you know, of course, the country of France. You know, it was broken up into different portions. There was Brittany, Aquitaine. I mean, all different yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. So, well, yeah. I mean, they are, they are very culturally different even now. Mm. They, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like when you go to Paris, it's like Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you yeah. ever see that video of like Chinese people in Paris there and they're getting interviewed <laughs> no. and they're like, I thought there'd be a lot of white people here, but no, they're black people. <laughs> it's just like refund. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. It's like from the mouths of babes kind of thing, but yeah, it's Chinese yeah, yeah. women. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, well, anyway, I we're mean, sorry. Where were we? Yeah. They thought they'd be. If you ever see a white person in Paris, in Paris it's an English tourist. tourist. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. What do you call an attractive person in Berlin? Tourist. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, so he's down in Toulon, he's fighting and he fights fucking Napoleon right away, right? And this, and this kind of, I mean, obviously Napoleon isn't on a boat, but, yeah. uh, he's, you know, providing, I believe some sort of cover fire or, oh, he was dropping Marines. Yeah, That's what it he, was. So they're basically trying to, they're, they're trying to defend 
I forget the, what town it, it was at, but it, this is where he lost his eye, isn't it? So he, he, he's, um, which, again, all these captains who emulate him used to like to do. This is one of Cochrane's specialities was, right, what we're going to do is I'm, these soldiers won't show up because the army, the army's, the English army's so fucking gay, especially mm. at this time, but they just yeah. won't do it. So oh, I don't think we'll win that, so we're not going to do it. Uh, and uh, so Nelson's like, uh, okay, well, I've got, I've got a hundred Marines and a hundred seamen I can spare. Uh, they're worth a thousand fucking English soldiers. Yeah. We'll just go ashore in boats and we'll do it. And for artillery, we've got the fucking ship. It's fine. And uh, so they were defending some citadel somewhere. Or, you know, fort. Corsica. In Corsica, right. Yeah. And he got an, a musket ball. I think it was hit a rock right next to his face. And it Nelson was struck in the right eye by debris and forced to retire the position. Yes. Uh, however, his wound was soon bandaged and he then returned to action. Yeah, he was out of action for like an hour or something. Something like and he's that. Yeah. Blind. And by 18th July, wow. most of the enemy positions have been disabled. And that night, Stewart, supported by Nelson, stormed the main defensive position and captured it. Yeah. <laughs> with the fucked up eye. Repositioning their guns, the British brought Calvi under, which is the Citadel, yeah. under constant bombardment, and the town surrendered Surrendered in on 10th August. Nelson did regain partial sight in his damaged eye after the siege, but by his own account could only distinguish light from dark. Yeah. So, but this sort of rapid recovery from injury, the same, pretty much the same thing happened when he lost his arm, or similar kind of thing. People like contemporary accounts are. Oh, this is also when he was on his favorite ship. Yeah, the Agamemnon. The Agamemnon, yeah. Uh, so he he's like um, a nice guy at all times. Like uh, doesn't get upset. He's a pretty cool, dude. He's very just with the crew, and, mm. and everybody can rely on him. But they say that like it was as if he was completely when there was a scrap about that, when he was get, getting his duds on ready for a scrap, he just turned into a different guy. And like this sort of, I mean, yeah, they would say that, wouldn't they? But these, what happened, how he behaves when he gets injured does seem to indicate that he's in the throes of some kind of passion of God, I love, I love this shit. This is, yeah. this is, he's a round peg in a round hole at this point. It's like, right. right. Ah, people are out there trying to kill people. I, I need to be out and getting in yeah. amongst it. I can't be sitting here wasting my fucking time. Recovering. Look, yeah. <laughs> Throw a fucking eye patch on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what he did. And uh, so that's how he lost his eye. Um, oh, Manlet, by the way. We haven't covered this. Well, because, I don't, you know, let's see if it's at the top. Should say how tall he was. Yeah. Um, let's. doesn't say here. Let me just Google it. Keep talking, though. But he is officially a Manlet. So, uh, yeah, he goes, the, what, I mean, I guess the next five foot seven is, inches. Yeah. So it's like, is one inch taller than Napoleon? Yeah. It? Yeah. So the, uh, two in two the, inches shorter than me and Hitler. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so he, he's, um, I guess the next thing that really wants covering is the battle of St. Vincent. Yes. Battle of Cape St. Vincent. Where he's under, he's a captain. I think he's in the Agamemnon, isn't he? At this point, he's captain of the Agamemnon, and he's 
part of a part of a what do they what do they call it, is it a squadron mm. that's under the command of uh, Admiral Jarvis. Yes, so John Jarvis, which I believe is spelt Jervis, isn't it? Jervis, yeah, yeah. Uh, he they have they basically you got to understand how wild naval battles are at this. Period. So this is um this is then this is when the Spanish joined in with the French in the Napoleonic yeah. War. Well, it's actually uh, just right, for so a little context here. I believe uh, Napoleon had conquered Spain and installed his brother as the uh, as the king <laughs> of Spain. Right. But I believe this action is the, the Saint Vincent action is just against the French Navy, isn't it? Uh, Nelson joined St. John Jarvis's uh, fleet off Cape San Vincent and reported the Spanish movements. Jarvis oh, right. decided Spanish, to no, engage. Sorry, yes, it was Spanish. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Jarvis decided de- decided to engage, and the two fleets met on 14th February right, 1797. They've, yeah, they've still got the French blockaded at Toulon. Yes. Uh, so there. So Jarvis is good egg. Nelson likes Jarvis. Mm. Uh, because Jarvis basically gives him his, uh, lets him do whatever he wants. Right. Okay. <laughs> Jarvis realizes Nelson, I don't need to give this guy orders. I just need to tell him what the plan, what the overall plan is, and, and not so much in this engagement, but up up to this point where he's been serving under Jarvis as the admiral, commander in chief of the station. He's like, well, okay, I'll just tell Nelson to go. You know, tell Nelson go and make sure this doesn't happen and he'll go and figure it out for himself. He doesn't have to give detailed orders to Nelson. Mm-hmm. And so, but they're in this, they, they're, the, both the Spaniards and the English are unsure of each other's strengths. They've both got erroneous information about it. The Spanish do outnumber the British quite considerably. Right. But, uh, one might say they're like vermin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's been foggy. And as, the, as they, as they go into action, uh, it becomes apparent that the numbers are much greater on the Spanish side than they are on the English side. And uh, as as the intelligence is coming in live, just as they're about to engage, of how what the enemy's strength is, at some point, when you know the uh, officer comes up to Jarvis and says, "Oh, uh, uh, so the, it turns out there's thirty ships, not not eighteen. And he comes back <laughs> and says, "Oh, there's thirty-five. And at some point, Jarvis goes, but look, at this point, it doesn't matter if there's a hundred, we're not turning around. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) So he does, this is the action, but basically this Jarvis does this thing, which you can see through his career, Nelson is picking up good ideas from other people. Right. right? So yeah, he's innovative, but he's, he like, he uses other people's plans. Like, uh, that he thinks are good, and what the what J- Jarvis decides to do is he goes right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to cut the line in half because, like, how they would go into battle would be the ships would be in a big line, no uh, stern bows to stern all the way along. Ooh, so right. it's basically Tactical a big column. wall. Yeah, so a big wall of guns because they can only fire sideways. Apart from they have a couple mm-hmm. of pop guns on the front, <clears throat> and. Uh, so they cut off. Basically, the idea is that they break the line, so they smash into one of the ships, and the English line goes 
intersects the Spanish line and cuts off some of the ships, and they're then downwind of it. They can't. They've got to go well off, turn around, come back. It's going to take like an hour, right? So they yeah. go. So they're just going to engage these ones here, and some of the ones from the back of the line also disengaged to try and go and sort of outflank the the British. Mm. And Nelson takes it upon himself to just come because they're under strict orders to go and all turn at exactly the same spot. Uh, he just takes his ship out of the line and goes after these breakaway ships that are that, that have broken away from the Spanish line, which I think there's four or five of them. And a couple of the other British ships just go to Nelson's aid because they think he's Chad and they think, right, right, yeah, I know this isn't our orders, but let's go back, Nelson. Right. And they basically destruct... These are the biggest, toughest Spanish ships that they go after, which is so Nelson. He's like, but those guys are in the way. Fuck that. <laughs> and, uh, he basically... The, the, Nelson engages them on his own uh, and he gets, like... Reasonable. The tactics were to get just tang- tangle the rigging up, get the boats together, get the ships and together. And board them. Uh, yeah. And but the, just have the better what, Marines. Yeah. What, what, the, what the Spaniards would do, though, would they, they, because the heavy guns are on the lower deck, the right. ones that can do the real damage. And the Spaniards would close the gun hatch, gun ports on the lower deck for fear of being boarded through them. Right. Where the, and the, the real secret to naval supremacy, if you look at any, any battle, the British uh, secret weapon was the well, it wasn't secret. The, the British superiority was through rate of fire. Right. So, like a a, a seventy four gun English ship could discharge, could get through way more ammunition than a hundred and twenty gun Spanish ship because it took them fucking three minutes to reload. It took the English one minute to reload. That wow. they were the the gun crews were just so good, and that was because they were always at sea. In these worn out fucking ships, yeah, that what we're they do. See. British yeah, fucking they... naval supremacy. It's the same yeah. lesson yeah, that we all we all learned from World War Two is that yeah. no matter even if you have the best soldiers, Hitler mm-hmm. slash most ideologically fucking driven soldiers, Hitler and or the Soviets, yeah. uh, fucking uh, no matter what happens, you the supply lines and the fucking naval superiority wins the day. That's just yeah. how it works. But it's also yeah. the, like the, the British gun crews are being exercised constantly at sea. And they're, because they're, they're not, they don't do this, let's keep the Navy safe in port shit. They kept the Navy out, making other people keep their navies in port. Mm. And yeah. so that, like, the main advantage to them when it actually comes to a battle is that those guys aren't used to firing the guns because they're in port all the time. They can't do it. Right, yeah. And they're also yeah. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, they had to take a siesta. Yeah, they had to take a fucking I'm too sleepy to fight the limeys. <laughs> so they they board the fucking they, they board the first Spanish ship, okay? They, they the Agamemnon gets the absolute shit kicked out of it. It kicks the shit out of this Spanish ship. Mm-hmm. The Agamemnon's board it. Take it over instantly. And, and I meantime, think he wasn't on the Agamemnon anymore. Actually, he was on the captain. No, the captain came to his defense. I think. He might Ooh, have been, I'm looking at it right here, and it says that. Oh, okay. I don't give a okay. shit. <laughs> you yeah, can, the you can fucking uh, head cannon it however you like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Creative. Creative <laughs> it's writing. To remember it all. Free but, associate on things that have already happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it says it right here. He fucking got them tangled in each other, and then boarded yeah. both and took yeah. them all. 
Yeah, wow. so the, 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 this other other Spanish ship comes to it comes to the defence to try and take it back, mm-hmm. right? So the, uh, another Spanish ship comes alongside the one they've taken, and the, and they all just fucking jump onto that one and take that yeah. as well. It's and this was insane. such a fucking like moral blow to them that the rest yeah. of the fleet broke off and sailed away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. Yeah, but anyway, because. I mean, I, I, clearly, Nelson disobeyed orders, but by doing so, won the battle. Right. Oh, yeah, and it uh, says right yeah. here, let me just say this, Nelson was victorious, but it just disobeyed direct orders. Jervis liked Nelson and so did not officially reprimand him, but did not mention El- Nelson's actions at his official report of the battle. He yeah, t- because that could lead, the thing, you, you can see why not, because like, you didn't want to get him in trouble. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean it worked out. He ended up becoming a knight of the bath. Yeah. As a result of this. He yeah. became Earl St. Vincent. Right, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Earl St. Vincent, yeah, that's right. What yeah. a fucking sick name that is, isn't it? Mm. I mean that's like a black rapper name, isn't it? Earl St. Fitz, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we in the fucking studio with Earl St. Vincent. <laughs> Turn my headphones up. Yeah. Lord Nelson. <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. So uh, that's that's like the first real fucking blockbuster headline news, right? Yeah, naval battles involved because they basically defeated the Spanish Navy at, at that point. Uh, it says here it actually in, in the Wikipedia mentions all the mopping up that they did, yeah. but uh, this is when he loses his arm too. But he does right. defeat the Spanish Navy, by the way. Yeah. In in doing yeah. also, but yeah. So what happened was, uh, let's see. Several okay. The battle plan. So this was at the Santa Cruz de Tenerife. Um, right. Yeah. The, so that they they got word that there was a treasure galleon there, and they said, "Well, let's just go and fucking steal all that treasure." We're the navy. That's what we do. <laughs> we're British. We're we want yeah. we're wannabe Jews. So let's get the gold. <laughs> yeah, they were giving tallies uh, like earlier in Nelson's career of taking treasure and it was like 400 something pounds yeah and it was like equivalent of like some yeah it's exorbitant amount, like almost two, a million like a pounds million. now yeah 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 i'm just like what <laughs> like inflation that just, blows that was his share of the prize money yeah as well 400 pounds <laughs> from the from that west india this that first that's west all india, the way back too. so this Indies. dude was fucking caked up for a yeah. long yeah. time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah damn plus like they get so he wasn't he still hasn't got any like official recognition, but he, so he wasn't getting a pension. But like, so like a guy like uh, Earl St. Vincent, who gets made an Earl, they were giving him £2,000 a year pension for that, just for that. Right, and then yeah. he still keeps his job and he still does, he still gets his prize mm-hmm. money. As Admiral, he gets a share of everybody's prize money. In the no, this is how fleet. Britain works. They take all the yeah. money from the poor people and they give it to these guys who do something glorious for the fucking yeah. lizard great king. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a big multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah. <laughs> and you too could be royalty. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Just like vote that, Tory. That's part of the, the utility of Nelson, though, isn't it? Is yeah, that kind of, yeah. It is kind of social mobility writ large because he's... Look, he's like the pro... I, he's a proto-celeb, yeah. Yeah, I mean, after a later battle, the, the Prime Minister, William Pitt, when asked why he didn't be created, and this is after the Battle of the Nile, which mm-hmm. we'll come to next, uh, uh, William P- 
Pitt was getting some shit in Parliament because they only made him a they made him a baronet or something, and they said, "Well, this is a bigger victory than Cape Vincent, Cape St Vincent, and and uh, Jervis got made into a fucking earl. Why, 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 why isn't Nelson an earl?" And uh, Pitt says, "Well, look, he's already Nelson." <laughs> <laughs> Good point. True. Anyway, so what but, happens is uh, they were trying to get, I, I guess, a treasure galley. I don't, I don't see any reference to that, but uh, it says here that uh, they were sprayed with grape shot, um, yeah. which is not, which grape shot is like little mini cannonballs wrapped up in canvas. Yeah. So when it fires off, it like kind of, it's like a sh- like a shotgun shell almost, and it sprays. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like a fucking three or four inch caliber shotgun. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Pellets, yeah, pellets the size of. Yeah, and they're like five or six pounds balls. each. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he sort of just gets glancingly, like it bounces, hits him on the fucking funny bone. No bullshit. Yeah. And um, and wow. uh, they're like, they're like, OK, well, we don't understand germ theory. Um, yeah. So we're just going to cut it off. And he's yeah. like, fuck, oh, I know you have to. Uh, yeah. And so they cut it off. But, and he's okay, like, yeah, go ahead. There's a lot more human interest to in this episode because. His, he was, I think, a, a le, a le, by his patronage, his lieutenant on his, on the ship that he was captain of at the time was the little boy, the son of Fanny. Mm. Right? Uh. And it, he was with him at the time. It was he that picked Nelson up and loaded him back into the boat and got him, got him back to the ship. Right? Mm. Uh, and uh, while they were rowing back to the ship, another ship in the fleet, the fucking magazine went up. And uh, so they had to, there was loads of people needed rescuing. So Nelson made them go and pick up as many as they could out of the of survivors out of the water. <laughs> yeah. While he's got, cause another seaman had made him, a, he had his arm in a sling at this point. I mean, elbow absolutely mashed. Right. Because right, like even like musket balls made a real mess of you because they're just it's yeah. a blunt object hitting you. It doesn't penetrate. Yeah. It just smashes mm-hmm. you. I mean, it yeah. does penetrate as well, but it's like it, it's gross. And uh, he he's like, oh, no, I, I'll be all right. We need to rescue these people. So they, they fill the boat a up bunch with of survivors. seawater hitting his wound and shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. And, and then, but this is like, and another thing is in this. He's in this kind of berserker fucking warlike mode, isn't he? Mm. Clearly, you know, you can't, you can't just fucking make this up. This is this is what really, and this is why the people fucking love the guy. Yeah, the actual sailors love the guy. And, and then he he goes, okay, just bring me alongside here. There's a, a fucking rope. He got them to throw a rope down to him. Uh, they they got the other guys off, and he just wrapped a rope around his good arm and climbed up the side of a ship so that the boat that had brought him back could go and get more survivors. Wow. Fucking Chad. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But That's within amazing. half an hour of having his arm cut off, he was had returned to issuing orders to his captains. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and also, here's another tidbit. Oh. Later on, he developed the sensation of phantom limb in the area of his amputation and declared that he had found direct evidence of the existence of the soul. Wow. Damn. Hell yeah. I mean, cut this guy. Get this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I like that. 
<laughs> he's following the science. Clearly. Yeah, he time. fucking loves science. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, really fucking loved it. So then after yeah. that, uh, yeah, like we mentioned before, he was uh, an earl. He had also... Uh, he had also. Well, no, he didn't get made an earl. He was made something else, a fucking right. baronet. Or oh, well, he was a knight. He was knighted. My bad. Yeah, he's getting the order of the. He back. went he back to viscount. England for a while. Yeah. Uh, he's a viscount, viscount, right? Viscount. Yeah. Oh. But the, and he so he, he this time he gets sent back to England to recuperate again. Right. And he's really poorly with this arm. This arm is not going well. And it, it turns out that it, like they put obviously the use ligatures to stop him from bleeding to death and uh, they were silk ligatures and a, a little shred of silk had got embedded in the, yeah. in the wound oh and no it Infected. was like yeah it was just it, it was in absolute excruciating agony on them all the time just because of this thing and eventually it just worked its way out and then he went back to sea again <laughs> yeah it says right here it says uh Although surgeons had been unable to remove the central ligature from his amputation site, which had caused considerable inflammation and infection, it came out of its own accord in early December, and Nelson rapidly began to recover and began immediately and agitating for a command and was promised the 80-gun HMS Foudroyant, which I'm assuming is French-built. Yeah. It is. No, one of only two British-built 80-gun ships of the period. Right. What's with the fucking names? I, I don't know. I mean, like, the, they did used to keep the names of French prizes, so that accounts for a lot of French names. But I mean, I that guess makes sense. Fuck knows. Well, well it could be like the HMS that. Monty Python. I mean, that wasn't a thing yet. Maybe the maybe the names maybe the French names were popular just to kind of. Oh, we're attacking you with French. your own ship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like, so we're gonna. I don't know, maybe food riot means Napoleon's a faggot or something. Let's take that in. Food riot. That'd be a great name for a restaurant. Striking by the way. as with lightning. That's kind of right. kind of a sick name, not going to lie. Yeah. Sudden and overwhelming in effect. Stunning, dazzling. So you it's can a pretty see good name for they... a warship, I get it. And, and uh, yeah. calling it that in French, it's aimed at the French, isn't it? Yeah. So, oh yeah, Le Fougeant. Oh no, it's it's, it's Le Fougeant. It's going to blitzkrieg us. Do you know what the French for mushroom cloud is, by the way? <laughs> I do. You've said this so many times on the show. <laughs> do the bit. Champignon poof. <laughs> You're a fucking champignon poof. <laughs> uh, well, that's like uh, the mushroom you know, the... faggot. The mushroom faggot. <laughs> I love it. Well, the, you know, it, it's always funny what other languages have for different things like, you know, the, you know, butterfly or, or the type of dog, you know, little fluffy dog is a papillon yeah. in mm. French. It sounds so beautiful. Uh, in German, it would be schmetterling. schmetterling. It's like, ah, uh, my dog is not a schmetterling. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So British people call the German shepherds Alsa Alsatians. Yeah. Which is ah. silly to me. Which is World War One propaganda, by the way. Yeah, ah. it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, so he goes back to sea, doesn't he? And then he's back to too oh, long. Uh, Andrea, I know you're a white woman. Sorry to bring up dogs around you. Yeah. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Whatever you wanted to. <laughs> I, well, I was just holding my cat 30 seconds ago. Yeah. So, but I like dogs, just, too. Yeah, listen, cool. I... 
we uh, we have established we're that a pro cat show. Cat, yes. cat is a child animal. Yeah. Oh, really? All, all yeah, the cats yeah. in history like cats. Yeah, also can't really they, see, but like Elsie screwed up my hand the other day because she's a Chad. She yeah. didn't want to put yeah. up with my shit. You were being you, you were being uh, 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 simping for her. I'm assuming. Yes. And I'm like, no, don't run away. And then she <laughs> bit me. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, so let's uh, let's we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Battle of the Nile, though. So now this is specifically fucking Napoleon. Napoleon flies over or floats over, I should say, to the Egypt in order to liberate it for la glorious revolution. Yeah. And so he's basically dodged the blockade of Toulon. True that. They've sneaked out. The frogs have sneaked out of Toulon and they've gone missing. And Nelson is in, he's now, he's now a rear admiral, isn't he? And he's, yes. So he he's, Rear Admiral of the Blue, whatever the fuck that means, Nelson. So he's in charge of his own squadron, and they he loses he loses all his fucking frigates in a storm. Right, oh, his geez. his fleet gets he's out looking for Napoleon. He knows Napoleon's out there. He's he fucking knows he's going to Egypt. Right. Uh, they go to Malta. And Probably because Mal- all the French fucking newspapers are saying that Napoleon's going to Egypt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Easy enough. Don't even need to really worry about intelligence at that yeah. point. Uh, he he goes, um, well, he gets shit for getting it wrong to start with because it, like, he goes to Malta's been taken by the French. Everyone at Malta says, oh, yeah, they went that way. He says, right, that's it. They're definitely going to Egypt. Uh, and there's a big fucking storm. His fleet gets completely separated because, yeah, you know, like these, it's easy to forget how much at the mercy of the weather these fucking vessels were. They didn't, True that. They didn't even have like a thin keel or anything. Like they made a load of downwind fucking mileage, whatever point of sailing they were on. They were basically tubs floating on the fucking sea. Right. I mean, they're the technological miracles, but you're not in charge of where you, you can't just say, I'm going there and I'm right, going to be there yeah. by whatever time. And so his frigates, which are the small, fast-sailing, fast proper battleships, are what you use. So basically his tactic, his fighting unit is a load of gunships and frigates, and the frigates are supposed to be off here, there, and everywhere, stopping every merchant ship they see and saying, have you seen the French fleet, right? Mm-hmm. Find out, get gathering intelligence. His frigates have all fucking blown away down to the African coast, and nobody knows where anybody is. They can't find each other again. You've got to look. His ship gets absolutely fucked in the storm, and he has to go to, um, where is it where Hamilton was? It's Sicily. Yes. Or was it? Yeah. yeah. So it goes to Sicily to get the boat refitted, but at this point, the Sicilian court won't have anything to do with him because they're scared of Napoleon and all this shit. But he manages to get Emma Hamilton... Lady William Hamilton, if you like. So William Hamilton's the British ambassador there, the British minister there. And his wife thinks Napoleon's a little fucking snack. Thinks um, Nelson's a little snack. Right, yeah. And she gets, she manages to use her influence to get the King of Naples to write a secret letter to, uh, oh no, they're, they're, no, they're from Naples. That That's in Naples and that they can't get any 
can't do any business there. She writes a letter to the king of Sicily or whatever. So they go to Syracuse in Sicily with this letter from uh, the king of Naples saying, please supply this with Nelson with everything he needs. And they manage to get the, they get their ship fixed up uh, in, they refit the ship in four days. Wow. Right. And they get all the supplies they need, but he still hasn't got his fucking frigates. Right. So he thinks, well, I've got, I, no good just waiting around here. They don't even know I'm here. I'm going to go to Egypt. Sorry, this is, this is the second time. The first time they go, they go Malta, they go to Egypt. Napoleon isn't there. So then they go back. Then the storm thing happens, right? So uh, he's in the ship because he's gone, he's dragged his ass all the way over to Egypt. He's lost Napoleon and he looks like a fool because he's, he bet on them going to Egypt. And when he got there, they weren't there. It's just because he got there first, right? But he goes back again. He says, oh, I'm de- I was definitely right. So I'm going to go back again. And he goes back there without any of his frigates with whatever ships he's got that he's still in contact with. And he finds the French fleet anchored in a bay near the mouth of the fucking Nile. Nile. In the Nile estuary, yeah. And then the, thus begins the Battle of the Nile, which is another audacious plan. So the French couldn't get their fleet into Alexandria Harbour because Alexandria Harbour had been looked after by... It was in a poor state of repair. It hadn't been attacked. It was just fucked. It was yeah. all full of rocks and shit. And the Dude, it had been, fu- been fucked up since Caesar was there. Yeah. Like, yeah. unironically, <laughs> we covered this in, with Bobby Tamboro yeah. about how badly the fucking Romans fucked up uh, the mouth of the Nile and yeah. and uh, Alexandria. So he's... Uh, so they basically dropped a dropped the uh, froggy troops off and they're just anchored as close as, as they can to the shore in like a strong defensive position. Uh, the French fleet in a line of battle already. In anchored. the belief that this would secure their port side from attack. Yes. Well, and again, so this comes back to uh, Nelson sharing his style of leadership was to get all these captains together and say, look, this is the objective. This is what we're going to try and do. And the, the original plan was to go and the, basically the idea was to go in, in a line and anchor by the stern. So I've dropped the stern anchor off and Ooh, each rabbit. ship to engage. So the first ship in their line to engage the first ship of the French line. And then the second ship in the English line to go around there and engage the next one in front. So each so rather the traditional way of doing it would be for them all to go in a line, but then the one at the front of the line is taking fire from all the ships as it as she goes to engage. So by the time she's engaging her ship at the end of the line, it's she's already been fucked up by all the other ships before she gets there. This way, the first ship engages the first ship, and then the second ship engages the second ship, but they're not taking fire until they get to the ship they're going to engage. That was the plan. But the the lead whoever was uh, in the vanguard of this thing, I forget the name of the captain, he saw, he had a look and he says, do you know, that channel looks all right down the other side. So they, they basically, between them, they went down both sides of the fucking French fleet, which was, because, and they, they felt able to do that because Nelson had said, look, this is what we're going to try and do. And this guy saw uh, an opportunity to do it better. And so he says, well, I'm going to do it that way. And because... Didn't need to ask permission. Like famously at Trafalgar, he went 
went into battle with a signal flag flying just in case everybody gets wiped out. Want to have a signal flying? So he go into battle with a signal flying saying engage the enemy more closely. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the default fucking thing. So he his style of leadership made his captains and officers feel like they had the as Ted Kaczynski would say, they were they had their power process. They they were able to fucking change the plan if they saw an opportunity right. to do it better, and they did. And they, they, they it was a, a success. Basically, they sunk the entire fucking French Navy. Yeah. Long story short, entire thing and the the flagship. Yeah. Orient. Which went Orient. And that was she went up with. She was the one where the powder magazine went up in it. Yes. It? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was nighttime, which was also yeah. kind of not done too, too yeah. much, was night fighting. We've discussed yeah. this before where it was just kind of not a thing. But, yeah, fucking Nelson was like, nope, fuck it, we're doing it. Yeah. And uh, it, they exploded the powder because magazine. They well, they got there in the afternoon, and it's like uh, sort of Blitzkrieg doctrine. Yeah. It, it's like they've, they know we're here now. We've got to go in now. This is what time it is. This is what time we right. start. And by the time that went out, it was dark out. And yeah. it, the explosion and brightness from the explosion was so bright, it looked like it was daytime. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> For a second. They had the fucking tons and tons and tons of gunpowder yeah. all in one big fucking What a waste. Thing. It's insane. So that, that actually stopped the fighting for a while as well. Because like everyone, the all the sailors on both sides were so shocked and appalled by what had happened. Yeah, 10 minutes of silence where they were like, what? Did yeah, you just fucking wow. see this shit? All, all, the, all the British boats sent, all the British ships sent boats out to rescue survivors from that. I mean, there's pretty, there's still a little bit of chivalry going on here. It's sure. not like machine gunning yeah. in the water age yet. That would <laughs> come in yeah, they, they weren't quite years. USS Libertying them. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they didn't teach us about that in boot camp. They always, you know, harped yeah. on naval history and we yeah. learned about, you know, yeah, John not Paul recent Jones, history. But, <laughs> hey, yeah. if, you, if you'd have brought it up at boot camp, they would have chucked you out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I have a question about the USS Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Honorable discharge. Actually, several. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. So, <laughs> I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, he crushed them. He's the fucking shit. And then the then he sort of uh that thing with uh um Napoli happened. Yeah. But I mean so the Battle of the Nile though was yeah, it says here it says the here greatest naval right. victory. Ever. Okay, so he was a big time celeb, but it says even history says uh Historians now are, regard Nelson's achievement at the Nile as the most significant of his career, even greater than that of at Trafalgar. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Well, he didn't die yeah. in this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, well, I mean, it depends whether you mean like tactically or strategically. I guess, you know, they were both. The, the Battle of the Nile didn't put a final full stop to the French Navy, and the Battle of Trafalgar did. So strategically, you got to say Trafalgar is the one that is more important, haven't you? Mm. But in terms of like military daring and brilliant tactics and, and all that stuff, then sure, the Battle of the Nile was pretty fucking wild. And it was all, it was his baby. It was his management style. It was his first engagement as a, his first big thing as a fucking admiral. 
it's it just shows you that he's definitely a round peg in a round hole and this is the right guy for the job kind of thing yeah <coughs> but i mean yeah, fucking hell the guy did so much after that it's yeah insane. i was gonna say so he, he deployed in the baltic uh yeah. sea and he fought in the battle of copenhagen he was like the fucking he was like the hero of the battle of copenhagen yeah well no well I don't think there were any heroes in the Battle of Copenhagen. It was pretty fucking grim. Well, but, he was like, he was he sick, thought it was the, it, Nelson thought the Battle of Copenhagen was the most important battle he'd ever fought hmm. because it was basically the Russians, Swedes, and Danes. Just a quick part of history had got sick and tired of being pushed around by the British Navy, and they said, "Right, we're all going to unite to say just you're not allowed to confiscate our ship because right. we think they might have French shit on them, right?" Uh, and we're going to fight you if you do, right? So the British Navy says, "No, well, you're not allowed to do that." God yeah. says that we're that we're the real Jews. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we're Zog, we're proto Zog. <laughs> so basically, Gato, if you will. Oh, very difficult navigation to get a ship into Copenhagen Harbor. Anyway, right? It's True. got a very narrow difficult channel with rocks all over the place it's fucking shit yes yeah, the, the agamemnon his favorite ship the bologna and the russell ran aground as they were entering the harbor yeah oops could have had a v8 moment now did they have pilot ships back in that time well they would take I mean, obviously not they take being pilot, attacked they take pilots on board okay on sh ships but i mean you would have a they would you they would go out and take the, I mean, this is what the Navy did was they would just go out and take soundings. They'd go and fucking draw a chart of the fucking place while yeah. they were wrecking it. But they, they, they were known all about Copenhagen, but they didn't know it well enough. They, they had pilot, they had, uh, I believe they did employ pilots from merchant vessels that were regularly okay. went in and out of there. Makes but sense. The, so the Danish tactics were to get all their ships lined up in front of the Harbor is in a line of battle with no sails flying, just stationary, and just fucking defend it that way. And the big shore batteries that were also doing likewise. And, and they thought, well, they won't be able to get that close to us because it's impossible to navigate, especially if we're firing at you. Well, it turned out, yes, three of them ran aground on the way in, but enough of them got in to absolutely pulverize it. But here we are, a capital city with like a, it's suddenly become an existential battle and everybody, the Danes have kind of all drafted themselves into service. Ordinary people are fucking just manning the guns and shit and they kind of wouldn't quit. Okay, so they would be within an hour, I guess, but they kept on firing uh, because it's a different thing, isn't it? It's not like the Battle of the Nile where... It's an existential oh, battle, yeah. 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 And, and so... Yeah, the, with the Battle of the Nile, sorry to sidetrack you, but the Battle of the Nile, it's like, it's like this is like Napoleon's like little <laughs> dick move, like to try to get glory and like his little his little fucking war campaign or whatever. This is like a pseudo revolutionary act to be fighting the British military. You yeah, know, sure. It's, like, it's rally around the flag, isn't it? Everybody's going to like. And what happened was. uh after well, more than an hour, but after some really, really heavy fighting with, with loads of damage and hundreds and hundreds of casualties on both sides, it was really fucking grim. It was a real meat grinder, the Battle of Copenhagen. Uh, and, but all the Danish ships had surrendered 
because they were fucked, right? They couldn't fire anymore. So they surrendered. They struck their flags. And so when the British officers and crews went on board to take possession of their prizes as per naval warfare rules, right. they came under musket fire from all over the fucking place. And this got Nelson pissed. And so he said he he sent a boat ashore under a flag of truce with a letter to the king of Denmark or prince or whoever he was saying, "Look, your ships have all surrendered, and they're mine we, now. Yeah, they're mine now. We're we're coming under musket fire because of this. If that happens again, we're going to set the whole fucking city on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up to you. And, and so it, they managed to the." The Danish sort of command structure managed to prevail upon people to give up, and they did. And then, it sort of, much like most of these wars against the British, then just like even the Boer War, it just goes back to all right. Then okay, you're still the prince. It's fine. <laughs> just you're not going to be friends with the Russians anymore, are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very important lesson. It's a lesson that so many countries in Europe have learned, and you can tell that. You don't. You do what the empire tells you to do. Otherwise, the Battle of Copenhagen happens to you. And yeah. Nowadays, probably it'd be economic. But that's why, fucking. You know, oh yeah, the EU today just says, "Oh, we're going to stop buying Russian gas." Okay. Oh well, well that's oh, a decision fine. that would have been nice to have made a few years ago. Well, but better late than never. Well, it's going to be nice freezing to death, but yeah. it's better <laughs> than having the fucking uh, Battle of Copenhagen. Uh, brought down on your head by the fucking empire that's yeah. what that's what it is the, the, scott are you frozen or are you just having some kind of fit oh there he is. no i'm fine <laughs> there he is <laughs> yeah um i'm sorry i got no, sucked into reading i got sucked into reading the wikipedia page sorry yeah no that's fine so basically denmark's out of this alliance now mm. and the next thing they do is sail to sweden and the swedes are kind of Hiding and so, uh, <laughs> and Don't so pay they attention just, to us. Yeah, they they send him. They basically talk to the king of Sweden, and the king of Sweden says, "Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna betray this sacred alliance." But on the other hand, uh, you know, uh, if British ships want some supplies here, and they're like, well, that's fine. Yes, why not? <laughs> and, and then the next thing they get, they get do is like they did in the in the uh, Crimean War they go set about right we're going to go and fuck Russia up yeah. but <laughs> in the meantime the Tsar dies right uh, yeah what was it the Tsar what was it called Christopher or Peter, Paul or something Peter the Great Peter yeah Peter the Great that's right yeah he was the one who uh, sort of he was the first like um, enlightenment uh, Tsar right and, and he was he, also the arguer. I mean, this maybe you could argue that the Enlightenment is the is the ideology or the background ideology of colonialism. But he was also the only uh, he was the first rather czar of Russia to be like, oh, we're going to be we're going to be a world power kind of thing. Yeah. Right. An enlightenment czar. Is that something that the Biden administration is going to come out with soon? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's the dark enlightenment czar. Yeah. Uh, dark yeah. Czar. <laughs> the endarkenment. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. I believe I coined the phrase endarkenment. Mm. I like so, it. The light skinned, uh, the light skinned czar. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. Yeah, actually, in the Biden administration, I mean, the light-skinned czar. The high stepping yellow czar. Yes, yes, the high yellow czar. But uh, anyway, so you know, let, let's uh, let's move on to his his final act. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, basically, the the, the czar dies, and the Russians come to terms. The new right. czar, Alexander, just goes, yeah. It will he's the kidding. he's the one uh, from the Crimean War, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah. So then. I don't know what the fuck he does. He, I think he goes back home again. He does that, go back he? home for a while. Um, yeah. And uh, he uh, also said like some political stuff. He was a character witness in a treason trial. Um, oh, I, I missed that one. Yeah. I'll just read it real quick. In go January on. 1803, Nelson appeared as a character witness in the treason trial of a former comrade at arms, Colonel Edward Desperd. Desperd, who had been moving in radical circles in London, a mo- member of both the London Corresponding Society and the United Irishmen, uh, was the alleged ringleader of a conspiracy to assassinate King George III and seize the Tower of London. The so-called... <laughs> we should do an episode on this. The so-called yeah. Desperd plot uh, in court... Oh, the so-called Desperate Plot. In court, Nelson recollected his service with Desperate of the Caribbean, citing the Ameri- during the American War, we went on the Spanish mine together. We slept many nights together in our clothes upon the ground. Oh, I understand why this is being included in the Wikipedia page. <laughs> this is going to be in the Netflix biopic of Lord Admiral Nelson is him having gay sex with this this anti-government revolutionary guy. Oh, and both, by the way, they're black in this version. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Subsequent sequels and, and or, uh, you know, redos and... Right, right. Future decades. So they'll be non-binary. Yes. Uh, We have measured the height of the enemy's walls together. In all that period of time, no man could have shown more zealous attachment to his sovereign and his country. Um... Under cross-examination, however, Nelson had to concede to having lost sight of Desperate for the last 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) No, good egg for going and saying what his opinion was, though. Yeah, I mean, it must have meant something because considering fucking, uh, like, what kind of person he was. Yeah, I mean, like... Or, like, he was, like, you know, a celeb. I keep saying it, but that's what he was. But this shit, like, okay, so this does speak to the genuine nature of, of Nelson's character. Like, because you could say a lot of people can get themselves a reputation, and they ha- they really have done the things they got the reputation for, but they've carefully nurtured it th- through a, a what's the media gonna say about this kind of lens. Whereas Nel- I think Nelson acted through a lens of is what is this the right thing to do? Is this honourable? This is the honourable thing to do. And if your old friend says, "Can you go and tell?" people in court what you thought about me when you used to know me then he, he must have just thought well yes okay i will do that i can, t- I can say that I'll, mm. i'm not telling any lies or anything i'm not trying to get him off i'm just doing the honorable thing in, in memory of the friendship because like if he was like a, a political weasel he'd have just said nah, yeah that's that. that's what kind of that's my like big things on this is that like like Nelson is like the perfect poster boy for the British military or like this entire period is that like the powers that be, they always wanted 
first of all, they wanted to stoke fear of the Napoleonic threat. And then they yeah. have this like this like babyface character, fucking Nelson, who's like, don't worry, lads, we're going to have Lord Nelson out there fighting the f- the froggies. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and he's just like a perfect like he himself is like a. I don't want to ascribe too much fucking um, motivation here, but I mean, like he was sort of like a pure hearted and it, by all accounts that I'm seeing online, I don't yeah, see anything that's contradicting the fact that he was a really legitimately patriotic guy. And then because of that, the fact that he was did kind of uh, have that sort of um, uh, fucking what's it called? Uh, with your reputation sorry yeah, wow yeah, i don't yeah. know where my fucking lot, brain he, went there I mean, the guy had a lot to lose at this point yeah true yeah. and i was just i was gonna say though i mean i know i'm jumping a little bit but after he died he was the poster boy for british yeah. colonialism still which is. is he still is but, but that's what i'm saying though it's like this he was so perfect for them to project this yeah, idea they, of world domination muhuhaha fucking like shit absolutely but i mean i think that and this trial thing is is a really good illustration of it i think it was real yeah, yeah the, the, this they, sort of thing is definitely what would lead you to think that 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 projection that they really do. I mean, the most the, the biggest fucking the biggest fucking tourist trap or tourist destination in London is Trafalgar's Trafalgar Square, where yeah. it's this massive fucking monument to him. Yeah. Nelson's column. Yeah. It's like 180 feet tall or something. Fucking Don't they want his statue torn down, though? Because he's him. an adulterer and slave supporter. Adultery is compulsory now, Andrew. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot. They call it adulting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag adulting. I, I'm, I'm sure somebody will have said that they need to t- tear Nelson's collar Yeah, down. I'm sure some Jew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay for you to say because you're Jewish. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you can say it too. Just saying, <laughs> it's okay. I, quick, quick story about the Jews and the Navy. I pretended to be Jewish in boot camp, yeah, uh, so I could go to Jewish services instead of forty-five minutes. They were two hours long, and instead nice. of on Sundays, when you kind of had some downtime anyway. You had them on Friday night, and if you really were good with sleight of hand, you could get a glass of wine out of it. So nice, yeah. Good. So you're, you're like a. a Stolen well, that's, but, can I just say? Can I just say? That's very job, Jewish of you, of yeah. you to try know, to game right? the system like that. So yeah, yeah fact, it's very actually, much in the spirit of Judaism for sure. So you actually can't get in trouble for that because if they like, caught you, they'd just be like, "Yeah, you are Jewish." Well, no, okay. So the if you weren't Jewish and you went to Jewish services, they don't care. That's that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I pretended to be Jewish because I thought you had to be Jewish to go. That's how dumb I was. But uh, you couldn't get a glass of wine. You you could get like just a little bit. They they yeah. poured it in this contraption and then like put it in this tiny shot glass. Or don't you want get you to get glass. more than three drops. Yeah, we have to. We have a lot of people who have to get the three drops. We can't be just pouring out all willy nilly. It's, it's, it's the it's the the wine they serve at the at the Jewish service is actually is the blood of Christ. Yes, literally. No, it's just Christian. No, no, it's they just Christian children's blood. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yes, they have a little Christian child in in the back of the of the 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 lair. I think the the that they're called Lair. the lair is where the is where the rabbi hides. 
uh, with his, <laughs> where he hides his eggs. Um, yes, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I going to say? Anyway, so yes, Trafalgar though is the is his crowning Trafalgar, Trafalgar whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Trafalgar. It's French. Who gives a shit? Well, good point. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So Battle of Trafalgar, you've got this com- combined French and. Um, Spanish fleet. So, yeah, Napoleon sends Denis Villeneuve uh, fresh off the set of uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So, right, right. Real quick prelude to this. I'll go through this as quick as I can. Okay. Nelson's back in the Mediterranean. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I think uh, at this point, no matter how many times I think about, they keep pulling yeah. me back in. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. We need you to go back to the Mediterranean. <laughs> it's like, sir, you're 45. Horatio, we need you to go out there again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's chasing uh, Admiral Villeneuve around. Can't find him. Villeneuve sleep. And he's uh, like, your fucking movies are overrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and Villeneuve sneaks out and sneaks entirely out of the Mediterranean and crosses the Atlantic to Caribbean. Uh, Nelson goes chasing after him, gets to the Caribbean, missed him, finds out he's going back. Can I just point, stop again. real quick to point out the fact that this guy has crossed this goddamn ocean so many times. Yeah, it's nuts. How many yeah. times? It's like you're it... driving it's home from work, kind of thing. Yeah, but you you think with the amount of times he did it, right? Yeah. So like they're going, so they're going. Uh, I think they get, they get to. I'll try. They get to Grenada, and somebody in Grenada says, "Oh yeah, we saw them. They're fucking going that way." And he's going, "Oh, they're going back. They're going to Ireland. They're going to invade Ireland." Okay, that's what. Nelson thought mm-hmm. he goes he goes barreling back to Europe. They eventually find out the fr- the combined French and Spanish navies are in the port of Cadiz, right? Uh, and when they come out, Nelson's there with his two lines of battle to engage them. They're outnumbered as usual. English are outnumbered by the combined. French and Spanish, and they do the Battle of Saint Vincent trick. They split. They split the. They split the enemy line. So, but the uh, Villeneuve's got his ships in two lines as well. Sorry, Villeneuve's got his ships in two lines instead of one. But the English basically cut them off. Do this. It's basically a rerun of the the Battle of Saint Vincent, except they actually engage the main body of the fleet. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nelson, in full bib and tucker, in his admiral's uniform with his medals on, is just standing on the quarter deck. Now, a French tactic which other navies didn't use was having sharpshooters in the rigging. And one of those shot Nelson through the breast and the, with a musket ball, punctured his lung, went through his and shattered his You're like nine bone. millimeters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to, yeah, probably at such a distance they had to lob it over to him. It was Joe Biden. Well, President Nan is like, come on, man. Why are you going to be shooting Lord Admiral Nelson? They can't, we just don't need that musket ball. <laughs> There's no rational reason why he wanted. So, yeah, so basically he gets shot by a musket ball wow. from the rigging of another ship, which goes through, so it goes in his shoulder and basically comes out of his ass. 
because it's coming, it's coming down. And uh, so he's fucked. And he knows he's fucked. And again... By a basketball. Yeah, right to the end. So he, they, they take him down to... They cover his face up and his medals with handkerchiefs and carry him off the deck down into the cockpit where the surgeon's working. Mm. And he insists on not being seen until everybody who was there before him gets seen. Right? Because he says, I'm dying anyway, so... Yeah. He says, I can feel... I can feel my left lung filling up with blood and I can't feel anything from the tits down because my back's fucked. Mm. So I'm going to yeah. die. So don't bother about, you know, don't bother about me. Sort everybody else out. So they basically just prop him up in a corner and give him lemonade and fan him. And uh, <laughs> Holy shit, it. they have lemonade? What a luxury. Yeah. No, it's just water, yeah. lemons and Office, sugar. Officers only, I think. <laughs> Pro- yeah, probably. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, he's uh, a bunch of guys kissed him before he died. Uh, his captain, who was Thomas Hardy, mm-hmm. uh, who was a very close friend. I mean, I think everybody who worked with Nelson loved him anyway. Right. But yeah, there's a famous kiss me hard. But oh, of course, there's a signals going into the battle. The legendary signal before, as they so again, he's briefed all the captains. Everybody knows what they've got to do. Like by the time they're engaging, he's kind of done his job. Do you know what I mean? He's got these sure, officers yeah. to do, so he doesn't. And everybody wants him to just fucking stay below decks and stay out the way of these sharpshooters, right. but he just won't do it. Right? So it's not what he does. He, he kind of knows he's going to. He's get him. kind of like I, I. I've also noticed something just reading, looking through this Wikipedia page as we've gone through it. Every battle where he gets injured, he's just said, "I'm going to die." Yeah. So he <laughs> yeah. like clearly fantasizes about this moment, like yeah. Which, oh, yeah. fair play. I understand if yeah. you're going to have a glorious soldier, uh, sailor's life where you're like, you know, your whole raison d'etre is becoming a glorious fucking sea captain. I, I get mean, yeah. that. That's kind of the way you go. It's kind of better than being Robert De Niro, you know, ending up being Robert De Niro. Yeah, or yeah. Either, either, <laughs> die, yeah you either, live, <laughs> either die a hero or you live longer enough to see yourself become cringe. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So he didn't. He never became cringe. Yes, that's true. And. I mean, I, this was a big. Although it was so pretty the, cringe that he said a fan, fan, rub, rub, drink, drink, and yeah. fucking uh, got kissed by a guy right before he died. <laughs> Kiss me, Hardy. Hey, come on, that's masculine. It's like yeah. the Russian style of masculine. Yeah, he was a fucking Chad. You yeah. kissed by your homie. Yeah. Also, the, there's like this very famous. I mean, he's painting. basically a black. He's a black rapper. Yeah. Lord, Lord. He's so secure in his sexuality that even approaching death, whereupon he will not be able to correct the false yeah, impression. Nelson is kind like, of a black guy it. name. Yeah. So his last sort of act of command was, uh, you know, it was like his style to always have signals flying when they went into right, battle. Yeah, yeah. Like, so the ones, the sort of, the Nelson default signal was engage the enemy more closely which is so fucking chad and people don't talk about that so much but the one everyone talks about on this occasion is uh so i had both these signals flying simultaneously throughout the battle uh the the first one to be raised was england expects each man shall do his duty (laughs) which yeah which is like that's just uh what is it? It's uh, catnip for the fucking propagandists, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. People still Definitely. say that, and it's a brilliant. People just in, people will still just say, "Oh well, England expects." In normal conversation, to this fucking day, right? So, 
the, every, his every move is kind of legendary. Uh, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, part of making legendary moves is that you become a target for musketry. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yep. Yeah. It, so his, the first thing that happened was his secretary, who he was talking to, got cut in half by a cannonball right in front of him. <laughs> and then uh, he get he gets his wound, gets taken uh, down below. They put him in a big uh, vat of brandy to keep his body preserved, yeah. which is pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then get this dude, British fucking Navy, they're so big on fucking, I'm guessing they're so big on rituals, but they uh, they took him up the Thames, I think, in a fucking bar- royal barge, yeah. um, and they ended up burying him in a fucking casket that was made out of the mast of Lorient. Yeah, the ship exactly. That he, yeah. Which the, he'd carried, he'd carried that with him everywhere because it was yeah. a present from one of the captains mm-hmm. of the of that action. They, they, his crew had salvaged it and he got it made into a coffin. Yeah, and Nelson had kept it in his cabin, right? Just because he thought it was cool. Yeah. Okay. It was only this is I've like been Manson. Napoleon. Yeah. His his steward who he who had been his steward for years and years just. Said, Oh come on, boss! I don't like seeing you coughing in all the time. Yeah. Come on, it's upsetting me. So he had it stowed below, but he carried it everywhere with him, mm-hmm. and he was absolutely determined he was going to be buried in it. And he was. Yeah, so pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and like we said again, he was used as like a piece of propaganda for a time immemorial. Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square, um, yep. uh, London's best or biggest, I should say, tourist attraction, and uh, yeah, man. Pretty based guy, all things considered. I'm just trying to have yeah. us not Definitely. run over the second hour mark. Right, okay. So, <laughs> yes, I mean, Chad. No doubt. Better than Cochran. Yes. I'm sorry. I'll still love... Cochran's still my favorite. I like them both for two different... Of, I like them both for different reasons. Yeah, I think yeah. Co- You can like both. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do like... Yeah, I as like long Cochran. as you don't like Abraham Lincoln, yeah. cool. Yeah. We're good. I, yeah. I like Cochran because... It, because the establishment turned on him and yeah. he showed his, he, he like, he, he had just as bad trials as, as Nelson did and he acquitted himself just as well. Sure. But he did it while he was being despised, which I think makes him just as, mm-hmm. you know, he's just as good as Nelson, but you can't say no, he's, he's better than Nelson. Yeah. And I don't think he would have been as good as Nelson had the establishment not turned on him. I also think Cochrane wouldn't have been who he was without, Nelson, exactly. Yeah, archetype Nelson. of of Nelson. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there stuff. we are. We've covered that. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Andrea, what we do you want to promote? Uh, well, uh, you can follow all my socials at comicscard.com slash Andrea dash Bryant. You can find all the dates that you're going to see me on stage. Also, be sure to check out the decompression chamber. You can find it. That's my podcast. You can find it on all. We find all your finer podcasts and on my YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, if you need me to bake some cookies, shoot me a message. Let me know. Sweet. Sweet. Thanks for having me on, guys. No problem. Yeah, fun one. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, for us, www.historyhomos.com. Uh, also, and also, you can find us wherever the finer podcasts are found, like uh, Andrea said. Um, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. And also, we're on BitChute, Odyssey, and most importantly, Rockfin. That's 
uh, www.rockfin, that's R-O-K-F-I-N.com slash History Homos. And uh, not only will you get this episode and the other episodes with Andrea in them uh, for free, uh, there's also an optional uh, paid tier where you can get our weekly bonus episode, uh, which is, a, you know, sort of, uh, you know, weekly topic roundup sort of episode. Uh, and um, also, in addition to that, uh, you get um, access to all the other creators on Rockfin. Some of them are better than others. Some of them are great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but regardless, it, it, for us alone, it's the best deal on the Internet. So there's that. <laughs> and other than that, the other things I want to promote is t.me slash history homos chat. It's the most spicy chat in all of uh, in all of the Internet. Um, and uh, meet your future uh, Guantanamo Bay cellmates there. And other than that, we are a merch servative show. So we got merch servative merch to sell on the front is the logo on the back is Uncle Ted. And yeah. uh and email me at historyhomos at gmail.com with your size and address. I uh, generate all the shirts, and uh, so anything that gets fucked up in the shipping, I take care of. $20 for shirt, $10 for shipping. Anywhere in the continental U.S., it's available elsewhere. It's just not $10. Um, and other than that, uh, rah, rah, fight the power. William? Engage the enemy more closely. Later, homos. No, with women like them, like men like those. Why don't women like me? Look at Empress Josephine, the most attractive woman that ever was seen. Yet Napoleon, short and fat, captivates a lovely looking dame like that. No, with women like them, like men like those. Why don't women like me? Hey, hey, why don't women like me? Last night I went out walking, my intentions were to click. But the sights I saw while walking out, they nearly made me sick. I must admit I saw some girls' attractive little dears. I'm in arm with ugly men with cauliflower ears. Now with women like them, like men like those, why don't women like me? What can the attraction be? That's the thing that all the stars to worry me. Although I haven't got a bean, I've got a lot of things the girls have never seen. Now with women like them, like men like those. Why don't women like me? Hey, hey, why don't women like me? Now I went for my holidays down to the gay seaside. I saw a lot of things there being hidden by the tide. The way the women jumped around the men there in the sea Made me think that there is still a good chance left for me Cause if women like them, like men like those Why don't women like me? Of all the shapes and sizes there I've got a chance of clicking, yet I do declare All I don't want to be an art I saw a lot of things below the watermark Now with women like them, like men like those Why don't women like me, hey, hey Why don't women like me
Take Lord Nelson with one limb. Lady William Hamilton, she fell for him. With one eye and one arm gone west. She ran like the devil and she grabbed the rest. Now with women like them, like men like 